It's a good show. Hi, this is your old friend Dave Alvin, and right this second, you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with your pal Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Step up and give us a shake. We're here in your ear. This could be our year, the year of tempting fate. Wherever you are, perhaps in your car, your questions are put to song. Embrace your faith, there's no escape, perhaps you'll sing along. Randomly or align with an order beyond all mortal can. Surrender all will to the warp and the woof of our gentle and good friend. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. And now, it's time for the Radio 8 Ball Show. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and our musical guests for the Pop Oracle sessions we're going to engage today is a band called IC Hawks. Welcome. Oh, IC Hawks in LA. See, your name is very cognitively dissonant to me, and I feel like we're going to be getting into the cognitive dissonance of language a lot during the show. I think probably that's right. IC Hawks in LA. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Thank you, Andres. Great to be here. And uh, I'm not going to engage the perilous uh, project of introducing you. I'm going to let you introduce each other. So okay. who's 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 going to do the intro- introductions? I'll do it. Okay. I'm Rob Waller. Hi, Rob to Waller. Introduce myself. Welcome first. to Radio I, uh, Ball. I'm the lead singer of Icy Hawks in L.A. Uh, on lead guitar, Mr. Paul Lax. Yeah. L a c q u e s. On drums, Victoria Jacobs. <laughs> nice. On bass, Mr. Paul Marshall. From Burbank, California. From Burbank, California. Went to Burbank High School. That's Burroughs, actually. Oh, sorry. Okay. Burbank was the the highfalutin high high school on the hill. The enemy, right? Yeah. And so we've established that Paul is from the wrong side of the tracks. Totally. Which just makes him perfect for rock and roll. So... This we're going to have some fun, some outlaw fun here. And you've invited some great guests to join us on the show to ask questions. After we get after we get through with my question, we're going to have question. Uh, going to be joined by Mary Austin Klein, Paul Bodie returning very quickly. He was here for the Don no Heffington way. episode just two days ago, oh, or as far as the listeners that. are concerned, two weeks ago. <laughs> then the great Tony Gilkison. What an honor to have him come joining us here. Leanne Hahn, Mike. Tempo and Paul Guy Lunas. And there's going to be copious synchronicity with these folks. And I I, so. I'm really looking forward to that. And you have eight songs on the board, numbered one through eight. Would you mind you know, playing us a little bit of music so that I can, uh, under a bed, that I can read the songs over? You bet. Song number one Live and Never Learn. Song number two planet earth song number three poor me song number four tahunga song number five white cross song number six singing in the wind song number seven tearing me in two and song number eight ballad for the trees And 
those are the eight questions that are going to be our oracle fodder for the musical divinations that we are going to perform today. And uh, the final question of the show is going to come from your band, each of you has written down your question. We have. And I put it in an envelope. And this is the point in the show that the paper fetishists all wait for. Ooh. Oh, the envelope has been it. kept sealed oh. in a Pricewaterhouse vault since oh. 4 p.m. this afternoon. Some people just love the sound of... I, you know, I started making a joke about how that there were paper fetishists who were into crinkle paper, and I have now turned it into an erotic thing for me. Now when I hear crinkling paper, I get... I get kind of excited. Okay, so I have a lot to unpack here. The synchronicity around this show abounds. It is intense. Today has been a very, very intense day already. So I want to start, I want to set the, set the, the, the tone here a little bit. First of all, Paul Lax, you are a man of, of mystery in my life. Uh, you had, I've just gotten to know you a little bit. You were here with Victoria for the Great Willow episode. But going back to the early 90s, your brother, John, played drums in my band, yeah. Mr. Jones and the Previous, on yeah. and off. Wonderful guy, great player. And, of course, when you're playing with someone's brother, you hear the brother's name occasionally. And I would, I would hear, oh, you're, you know, Paul's playing a gig or something like that. And I didn't really know who you are, so it was just sort of hovering there. And then I think the first time I saw John Bryan at the old Largo, which was, it was one of the most amazing shows. I've seen more amazing shows. In, uh, not more. I've seen other great shows, but not, nothing that affected me as much as that show did. Obviously, John Bryan did some amazing things that night, but also Double Knot Spy Car opened that show, and I got your CD, and that CD, the music from that, is playing under us now, and it's been playing under these musical divinations for you know, going on t- almost 20 years now. That's so amazing. you've always sort of been <laughs> in the soup. So then, and then, uh, and then I'm working at uh, Chaos Radio in Olympia, where we where I built the show, and this album comes across my desk with the most cognitively dissonant name and I love that you know and it's, I can't like I love that this gets blurry in front of my eyes when I look at it I see Hawks in LA okay uh, I get it and it's wonderful and I turn it over and it's like, Paul Lax <laughs> he's okay so that's the and then of course I have was a little bit scared because I've been using this music of yours for free for a long time, <laughs> never making any money off of it. But we you finally know. got a lawyer last week. <laughs> yeah, <so>. Okay, <laughs> me too. We could, oh, you know, let's lawyer up. Yeah, let's lawyer up and sue each other for fun. <laughs> I, you know, we really, you know, all the money should probably go, go to the Thelonious Monk estate, probably. Well, and, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so that's the synchronicity that I have around Icy Hawks in L.A. and and. Paul, particularly, so and what in what made me reach out and want to invite you to be on the show, and then today is also really really synchronistic for me. Uh, May eighteenth, nineteen eighty, was the eruption of Mount St. Helens, and I was uh, twelve years old at the time. And the summer before that was my first summer away from home. Went to summer camp at Spirit Lake Camp, which is no longer because wow. half of Mount St. Helens fell on top of it. And uh, it was a YMCA camp, and it was horrible. I was bullied, and it was—it did not feel like it was my first encounter with what I would lear- later learn to know was anti-Semitism, but I didn't know it. But I had this incredible connection with the nature, so I would just go off on my own and hang out with the trees, and I would just— before I knew about any kind of paganism, I was totally doing pagan ritual to, like, keep myself sane. And then to have— 
the mountain explode on top of it. It was like a mixture of like, it was terrifying and exciting, exhilarating. I mean, you're a 12-year-old boy. Blowing things up is exciting. Seeing those plumes was super intense, but also, oh, that's gone. <laughs> things can disappear. You know, and that happened the same year that John Lennon got killed. And somehow the two in my mind got like this idea that big things that have existed forever can just suddenly be no longer. And... Uh, and also just a weird synchronicity, that was the same week that The Shining came out, which also has this ex- explosion of magma like blood coming out of the the elevators. And I think all I saw was the preview, but that preview and the Mount St. Helens all sort of wrapped it wrapped up for me. And the Mount St. Helens eruption has been a big uh, theme archetypally of put it into my work uh my band had the previous had a record called Unpop that you know it had the mountain on the cd and when you pulled the cd off it had the mountain exploding and unpop and that's and anyway then there's an then it, there's this goes even deeper for me in that may 18th was also the birthday of my friend who i've talked about a lot on the show josh claytonfeld i don't know if you ever crossed paths with him but he was in a band called school of fish we moved out from la together we were great friends he died too young of cancer and actually I've been sort of processing it in the last few shows because I realized there was a record that I've been working on right up at that time and then he died and I just abandoned it and it's not like we were working together but a lot a lot of things happened that year 2000 2001 for a lot of us but for me personally and so here we are May 18th his birthday with the uh, with the Mount St. Helens and a, a mountain erupting currently. Mm-hmm. We have an eruption going on currently. Aside from all the eruptions that are going on internally <laughs> right now in our world. And then my, my dear friend's uh, birthday and feeling really present to, and the, to, to the thing of having a best friend which i don't really have one anymore i don't know if people have best friends i mean i've people i will get close to we're working on a project but i don't know like that best friend best friend thing and so yesterday i was working on this record that uh, i was mixing the that record that i'd abandoned with uh, our mutual friend sheldon gomberg and uh i get a call from zach nilsson who is harry nilsson's son and we're working on putting together our harry nilsson tribute radio eight ball and the first harry nilsson song i heard was best friend and and that's a show all about fathers so this thing about and so uh you can see this is the way this is the way my mind works on a radio eight ball day this is the way my mind works any day but on a radio eight ball day there's just it's a lot like if i the this is a, a, a very close proximity to insanity uh, I managed to navigate it, but I am I can't be insensitive to it. And I'm going to bring this to the back to you, Paul. The synchronicity of Largo is because, and this is a very the saddest part of the story, really, is that Josh and I were estranged as friends in the months before his death, uh, like almost like the six or like almost the last year, and we had an argument on the phone about something that happened at Largo, not at that show at all, uh, where 
I was playing with another uh, another band had me as an, the opener, and after and I I went one song too long, and then afterwards the guy in the band was yelling at me in the back of the in the back of the room, and you know that room, no, you can't talk at Largo, so Flanagan saw me, didn't know the other guy, and we got shushed, and somehow it got back to Josh that I was the allowed guy at Largo. And I was like, no, it wasn't. And I was like, and like, why didn't you stand up for me when you heard this? Because I wouldn't do that. He's like, I don't know. I think you might do that. And that was really hard. And we fought, and then we didn't speak. Ow. Yeah. Told you this might get heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, digging into the synchronicity. I have this... What I want to ask about is that there are people in my life who are great, great friends, who are like best friends, who I am also currently estranged with for similar seemingly bullshit reasons. And yeah. at the same time, they're huge. Like, if we can't talk about something, then how are we friends? But on a day like this, uh, I'm really present to the regret of mm -hmm. not getting over it. Ow! Yeah. yeah, baby. This yeah. is rock and roll. So that's what I want from you guys, from you, the song, from this musical divination. I want some advice for getting over the things that I have no idea how to get over. Mm. With the people I would miss if they died before we worked it out. Damn, thank you guys for putting up with my crying thank but, you you know that's what we're here for. that's yeah. what it's may 18th it's an eruption yes right out of my eyes all yeah, over these happens to everyone I mean, all over a, these mics that's a universal dilemma so yeah well happy birthday josh and now to engage the pop oracle i'm going to spin the wheel of eight Na 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 we love it. Song number two Planet Earth. Wow. <clears throat> That's very synchronistic. <laughs> Man. Train. It was just a long shopping mall in the rain From the corner of my eye to a wish in my brain Turns a shopping mall into a train It's easy So easy I was a little bit edgy Cause I had my mama's pills in the trunk of my car she was over her ills The pain remained But not with her I guess I need a little something to live On planet Earth Planet Earth On planet 
hot trail running off into the hills I pulled over my car, got the good kind of chills To make the turn, to take the chance To live a life up in the rafters on planet Earth Planet Earth On planet Earth Planet earth the answer to my question how can i get over the things that i can't get over so that i can connect with the people who i would miss if i wasn't able to before they go so let's talk about where that song comes from uh who wrote that one which one of you wrote that song well I, <clears throat> okay uh, peter brady Paul here <laughs> Um, I I started it on a drive down from I was visiting my mom in the Santa Cruz area oh. and the verses are kind of just the chronological series of what happened. It was raining and I did see a train out of the corner of my eye and I go, oh, wow. And I look over. And it's just a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. You know, just my mind wanted to see a train and and the verses sort of continued from there. Yeah. And uh, I worked on the bridge with Rob and, uh, you know, the. The interesting thing is the part about I don't mind dying, you know, uh-huh. it's, it's a it's kind of about I think maybe it's a wish of how to leave this earth. If that's if all you miss is the rain and you've made peace with everything else. And uh, yeah, it's a good way to go. Yeah. Might answer your question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, first of all, there's a big synchronicity for me. I was born in Santa Cruz. Oh, wow. So birth and death intimately linked. Yeah. 
Well, you have an idea? Well, I have a, f- I have a few. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, help me out here. I, you, um, I'm usually the one who helps people out, but I'm a, I'm at sea when it's my own question. Yeah. I mean, to uh, you know, to me, a lot of the song is about leaving planet Earth. Um, or, oh, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's sort of like, and you're on your way away from it and you're sort of thinking back nostalgically and kind of like, you know, planet earth, like that's where I was. That's what it was like. And, um, warmly, you know, where all the, all the parts that were seemed so difficult while you were living there are just tiny problems now, yeah. you know, as you're, um, I mean, I, as I'm singing that song, I imagine myself going away from the earth and like looking back at the earth, you know, and going away, not on a spaceship, but going away, like going away. Yeah. Um, and you know, you know, Ma- Paul's lost his mom shortly after that trip. I lost my mom a couple years ago. Um, and that sort of specter has kind of been around and you have to kind of come to, you have to deal with it. You know yeah. I mean? It's just like how, and how, how you're going to deal with it. Um, you don't really know. But the thing that, the thing that I was thinking about, um, how does that song answer your question? Um, can you repeat the question again? <laughs> how can I, I just, get I know over the things is, that yeah. I can't get over so that I can be close to the people who I would miss if we didn't, weren't able to deal with that? I think the answer died. is it's easy. I think that, yeah, that it's like the hard, it's that it's the hardest, easiest thing in the world. It's just, but know. it's like, it, that's that idea of the, the problems on the planet are small, yeah. but the love is big. And so if you're flying away from the planet, you're going to think about the love stuff. You're not going to think about the the dumb fight that was probably just pridefully driven and yeah. really tiny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I had a – I won't say – spill the details, but I had a friend who was a friend of ours get in touch with me today. And this person would had this big complaint about someone we know or we – we know he does. Yeah, I guess he still knows him, even though he's no longer here. And uh, and I was just witness to this barrage of pain that, mm-hmm. and anger at a th- another party. Yeah. And you know, I think I you know I felt like I did a pretty good job of letting him know that I love them and I'm there. You know, I'm I'm listening to them and without without agreeing with what they were saying or or saying cut shut it down. I get it. Yeah. Your anger. But then afterwards, all day, I've been thinking, is that me? You know, am I doing that? Am I going around, dump, you know, holding on to something mm-hmm. that I get it. Mm-hmm. It's, it makes sense. This person is, you know, their whole, their story is, I have total sympathy for them. But at the same time, when they were telling it to me, I felt like, ugh, ugh, can't you just, I mean, I hear you, but yeah. if I hear them, but I think if that's me, I'm horrified. <laughs> I'm horrified. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, planet like the the it takes us back to that to the you know to the tectonic shifts of you know volcano volcanoes mm-hmm. and the earth and how we are connected you know the the tragedies of the earth and the tragedies of people are sort of mixed up. I'm not gonna you know the the motto of the show is questions answered answers questioned. I don't insist that anyone land on yeah. a particular answer. Uh, as is often the case, the pop oracle answered inscrutably to me, but probably incredibly obvious to anyone on the outside of it. And now it's my job to listen to it and like 
over the next over sure. the editing process yeah. and take this all in and, and hold this question throughout the whole show. Um, I feel like it's really great that it start like I'm asking the question. We got a song that starts in the place of my birth, and that's a big that's a big expanse. For us to call, you know, as I have my hawk's wings out when I said that, mm-hmm. my, it's a big expanse for us to cover, and so I think that leaves a lot of room for the rest of our guests to play. And I really, I, I just appreciate like the, the the listeners can't hear it, but I the, the four of them have just been sitting here giving me the most wonderful, uh, loving attention as I have spilled my guts out to them. And so now it's my turn to give you and your guests that same loving attention. And so I uh, hope you all who are listening stick around with us for the rest of the week that we're going to be spending with IC Hawks in L.A. on May 18th, 2018 at Starburns Industries. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the radio.